Welcome back to a Dead Letter Podcast, where we delve into the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that have fascinated humans for centuries. In today's episode, we will explore some of the most intriguing and spine-tingling aspects of the paranormal world. From ancient folklore to modern-day sightings, these phenomena have captured the imaginations of people across the globe and continue to spark curiosity and wonder in those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe. So sit back, relax, and join us as we embark on a journey into the unknown, exploring some of the most fascinating and eerie aspects of the paranormal world. Welcome back, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, the last two episodes. Uh, this one here um, is called The Hauntings of My Cousin's House in Nickel Park. These are encounters that I lived through, my sister lived through, and my cousins lived through. As uh, as they lived in that house, obviously, I uh, didn't live there no more. But, you know, that, that house was a, a big part of my childhood as we spent, like, a majority of our time there. But just real quick before we begin... Uh, let's get some shout outs to Bull Talk by Joe, The Thing About Us, A Parallel Discussion, The Conversation Cabin, and Shadows in the Attic. Please go help and support your indie podcasters as the rating really goes a long way. So these encounters start off in their home uh, back in the early 90s when they had barely gotten the house. Uh, one of the first encounters they told me was right in the very first couple of nights they had a midnight knocker. That is, um, I think, around the time of either midnight to, like, 1, they would have random knocking at front of the door in the beginning, or at least the first couple of times during uh, the week, or the first time it happened. They assumed it was probably one of their neighbors coming over for some help or an emergency, like something, right? So they would rush to the door and open it, and they would find nobody there. Um, and after a while, when it was becoming persistent, they thought it was somebody probably pranking them. So they started like locking their fence, you know, they started putting higher fencing, uh, but the knocking still happened. So that kind of threw them off a bit. Um, so just to give some layout. I think, um, the knocking was obviously happening at the front door of their house, obviously. So they had a room in the front of the house that kind of faced the front door. So I guess one night they decided to stake out to see who was their, uh, you know, midnight knocker, and sure enough, once the knocking started, they saw nobody in front of the house. So at that point, they knew there was something off with the house. There was, like, some kind of little haunting going on. So, you know, they would curse at it, you know, tell it, you know fuck off, start leaving alone. You know, eventually they, they did get a a uh, priest to come and blend the, bless the house, and that ended up, you know, getting rid of the little encounter. And, you know, and I know I pretty much told this encounter before. Uh, I'm just going to give like a quick recap of it, you know, just in case for some of you listeners who haven't uh, listened to it before. But, yeah, that, that was that was the encounter that they had. Like when they probably got the house, they had somebody or something that was coming in. They're just fucking with them and knocking. And, you know, they would get up and there was nobody there. Uh, but once they got the house blessed, it stopped. Uh, the next encounter that they had in that house um, just just, you know, that the houses had, like, a pretty big lot. It wasn't a big house, like, in living space-wise. Uh, but they had a basement, like, a basement. And they built, like, an additional room in the back. Uh, the basement was pretty cool because, like, who doesn't want, like, their own man cave or their own, like, I guess at that point we were, like, maybe under 10. We were, like, probably 7, like, around, I don't know, maybe, like, 7 years old. So, like, I was like, oh, shit, this is, like, the own room for kids, right? But they had a basement room they kind of fixed up. And, or they had a basement that they turned into a room. And I believe uh, my godfather stayed in there. 
And he stayed in there because he had a long commute. He lived way out of the city. And he worked here in L.A. So instead of him doing the commute during uh, during the whole week, he would just stay there, go to work, come home, and then, you know, on the weekend go to go to his family. Um, so he said uh, one of the strangest things that happened, like he was used to, like he said he was okay with them either pulling the sheets or pulling his feet. I think the thing that drew the line and kind of creeped him out when he was staying down there is that he had someone pull the pillow right under him from while he was sleeping. And that was, that's when he was like, oh, what the fuck? So, um, again, he ended up putting up, like, little saints in the room, and I guess that kind of did the trick for a bit. He didn't have anything else. Um, so then you could just fast-forward this to, like, maybe the early 2000s. We were transitioning from home, so we ended up staying with them for a bit. I think we stayed with them for, like, a couple months. I don't remember exactly how long. Uh, during this time, um, they had turned that room into my older cousin's room, and then that's the room that we still would be playing video games in. Um, this is a time where No Mercy came out, probably the best wrestling game ever. Um, so I think we were playing, it was like late night, and for some reason we both paused the game and we looked to the left, and we see like this little ball, this black ball with a tail just run into the room and hit into one of the, the closets there. So I look at my cousin, my cousin and we're like, oh, fuck, man, we just got a fucking, we got a fucking rat in here. So... So I'm like, whatever, let me get a broom, let me get it out. I go to a closet, you know, I start shaking the closet and hitting it, and nothing, nothing pops out. I open the curtain, there's nothing there. But we both saw the fucking, you know, what we think is a rat, you know. But, um, yeah, apparently there was nothing there. Uh, that was probably, like, strike one for me where, like, oh, shit, this shit is pretty off. Uh, the second one happened when I think both of my parents were out working late, and my sister had to sleep with us because she was too scared to sleep with herself. Um, it was time to go to sleep, and obviously we were sleeping in that room there. She had taken the sofa that was there, and the sofa was facing the, facing that little closet. Uh, probably not even a minute had gone by that we had just turned off the lights to go to sleep, where my sister jumps up, turns the light on, and starts crying, and I ask her, like, what the fuck, what's wrong? Why'd you do that, you know? And then she starts telling me, like, oh, when she turned it off, she saw someone start coming out of the closet and head towards her, and as they were about to touch her, she turned the light on. Uh, but there's nobody there. It was just me and my cousins, you know. Like, but it was it was super creepy. So obviously we waited for um, we waited for our parents. Uh, once they came, she went over to sleep with them. Uh, I guess later that night. Um, I don't know if it was just um, either because I was tired or whatever. But I think I started like dozing off, and I started looking at one of the green curtains they had. And then I noticed while I was looking at this green curtain that it started giving a uh, started turning to like the face of a demon, and it started gnawing at me. Me being like, what, five or seven, we got hold of it. was like, this shit scared the shit out of me. So I don't know if either I toughed it out or I passed out. The next thing I remember, like, we're all asleep, and I don't see that demon face anymore on there. But, dude, that was super trippy because, like, that shit came out of nowhere. Like, I don't even know how it would even turn into it. But, dude, it was, at least to me, that was super real. Um, And then the next encounter that happened at that house was, um, was I believe, my cousin... Uh, at this point, we're like a little, little older. Um, this is also that same house where I think I, I told an encounter before, where we were, we were talking like dumb shit in the back at night, you know, be like fuck the double, fuck this, and then something chases us up. Uh, that's where this happened. Um, the next one is I think my cousin uh, says he had gone up to. The next one is my cousin said he had gone up to the room to the restroom. He's coming back down. He was coming back down. 
Um, and as he comes down, I guess he sees a lady in white just floating in the backyard, and he thinks that's pretty odd. And I'm like, did someone just sneak in here? So he starts following her, and he follows it to his brother's room, who's in the back. And he noticed that when she gets there, she starts ca- crawling on the wall, and somehow she crawls into the room, and he fucking rushes into the door like, hey, man, did you see that? Did you see that? And his brother's like, see what? Like, the lady, there's a lady crawling here. And his brother just tells him, like, oh, I see a lot of shit here. Like, that doesn't scare me anymore. Like, that's nothing. And then we had another encounter um, in the other room um, where I think it was me, my cousin, and his older brother. And I guess they these guys were getting into an argument like they always do. And I think recently maybe one of their grandparents had just passed away. And I assume their grandparents were super close to them. So these guys were like arguing, arguing, and they're just going back and forth. That um, at the time they had moved the computer down there. That at least for me, I saw the the keyboard levitate for at least a couple inches off the floor, off the floor. I mean, off the desk, and then it just slammed on the desk, and you just see that shit, just like the buttons start flying out, and then we just fucking we ran out the room. But yeah, like that. That's one of the things that I remember going on there, and and you know, and it freaked us out, especially the keyboard one. Um, only because, like, at least for me, I saw it. Uh, I know my other cousin saw it too when the keyboard like smashed. Um, but I think the one that takes a cake is probably, you know, the 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 shadow in the closet that was, that came out to grab my sister. You know, that one kind of scarred her from that room. Ever since, the one that I remember from that house the most is mostly what happened to my godfather, where like he was okay with them, you know, pulling his feet and arms. But when they, you know, yanked the pillow off of them, that's when they drew the line. Like, that's that's fucking creepy to me. Like, at least, like, yo, don't. Like, I don't mind if you guys are there, but just don't interact with me, I guess. You know, let me sleep. I'm tired. Um, but the the main story uh, of this episode happened to my cousin's sister. I guess she had came home from work. Everybody was out. She was home alone. Um, she decided to take a to take a shower, right? And I guess as she's showering, um, she started hearing some crying in her backyard. And at first she thought that either it might have been the TV or something or maybe a cat, right? So she doesn't pay too much attention to it. And But then she starts hearing that it gets like a little closer to the bathroom window where she's showering. So then she goes like, well, let me peek outside and see what the fuck's going on. So I guess when she peeks outside, she sees a, a lady in all white, just like not walking but floating and just crying. And I guess she got fucking scared that she called her dad and and her parents or whatever. And I think her dad en- ended up coming early from work just to keep her company because she was too scared to be in there. And I guess you could say other notable mentions was um, I remember I remember clearly um, I heard my name being called there in the restroom too by a cousin that had passed away. I don't want to share too much details, but, you know, he kind of died like a hero. Um, and I just remember, like, I was washing my hands, and I just hear, like, my name in his voice, like, him whispering it in my ear, and, like, and it freaked me out because I'm like, oh, what the fuck? You know, but that house was cool. And uh, that's it for today's episode of A Dead Letter. If you have a paranormal story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through the Instagram page. A underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, keep your mind open and sleep with one eye open.